that a self-destruct? I will meet death with my eyes open. Welcome to Live Long and Podcast Honor Edition. <laughs> I am your host, Galrod, son of Galrod. And with me, Kevin of House Mallard, a small but noble house from the Kenta Lowlands. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we are here to talk about Strange New Worlds, Season 1, Episode 5, Spock Amok. Did you enjoy this episode, Kevin? I did very much. Excellent I episode. I love these... These sort of silly episodes are, are some of my favorites. Yeah. It felt like an old school episode of Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. Like right. an, like it had the whole like switching bodies. I mean, that's that's uh, original series all the way. I love that kind of stuff. And like the famous Klingon movie, Fecklard Friday. Yes. Yes. One of my favorites. Yes. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> and Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> but you haven't seen it until you've seen it in the original Klingon. This is true. This is true, Kevin of House Millard. <laughs> okay. So, where we start off this episode, Spock is in a Vulcan ceremony. A wedding, yep. you might say. And his wife-to-be... The, oh, the Caliphy, they call this. The Caliphy. And his wife says to him, You are too human. Look at your ears. <laughs> and indeed, yeah. he feels his ears, and they lack a certain pointed definition. Yeah, I love this and opening scene. It is a great opening scene. Uh, so then we have honorable combat. Spock versus human Spock. I had money on human Spock because he can temper or ignite the rage of a Klingon heart, whereas a Vulcan cannot. But you lost that bet. I did. <laughs> I did indeed lose. Um, I'm Klingon enough to admit it. Um, and there is sweet 60s human music during the fight. Yes. Very uh, reminiscent of the original series. Yes, I had all the nostalgia for this one. I I, I loved it. The, the dun, like... dun, 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 and the, like the bell tambourine things that they shake and, and the Learpa, like I, I love all of it. It was, it was perfectly done. They could have ended that the episode after that opening scene. And I would have been like 10, that's a 10 <laughs> greatest episode ever. Did I mention this is live long and podcast honor edition? You did. Koi Koi Yuck, I'm a cocky, she's a movie. Say, I'm a cocky, she's a movie. Ah! 
why I did that intro late. Because that's the way the show is. <laughs> the intro came in 16 minutes into this episode. It's crazy. You're like right into the episode and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, I haven't like, seen oh, yeah, the this, opening yet. <laughs> this is good music. <laughs> but during this fight, Buck wakes up. Only honorable combat in his mind, really. Not not real honorable combat. But that was pretty obvious, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, but the first thing he does is walk to the mirror and check his ears. <laughs> and indeed, they had a pointed definition. Yes. Yes, he was still Vulcan. <laughs> still a Vulcan, unfortunately for him. Um, and then the episode opens with a Spock's log, which is carrying on the tradition in this show of a different person doing the opening mono or log of each episode, which I think is nice. Yeah, I like I that. Like, I like that. It's basically who's going to be the story, who's whoever the story is going to be around that episode. It's a nice touch rather than having the captain always do it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Then they're at Starbase One, one of the oldest Starbases. Who knew? <laughs> uh. That took me a minute. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted to make that point very clear. This is one of the oldest Starbases, Starbase yeah. One. It would also probably be, One, would it not be the closest to Earth as well? It seemed to be, they mentioned it being close to Vulcan, I think. Yeah. Because T'Pring arrives. Beyonce of Spock. And Spock says he is going to commit a lot of time to T'Pring. Well, on Starbase One. And they he say. Certainly, certainly will not be late for dinner. And they say Vulcans don't lie. Yes, they say that. Don't <laughs> <they>? <laughs> when Tabring arrives, she rearranges Spock's little crystal glasses that he had just moved into a precise location. Our move, our move from Tabring. Very Klingon. And then she starts criticizing his uh, decor. <laughs> Not realizing that it's his quarters. To <laughs> bring <laughs> uh, works with Vulcan criminals. Yeah, that was that's new. That's mm. uh, it's nice to give her kind of a backstory at least. Those who reject logic, right? Like Cybok. Like Cybok. <laughs> <laughs> Who we will never speak of again. <laughs> um, then they are at a meeting with April. Robert April. And they're talking about the Rongovian Protectorate. Who are the fastest route to the Beta Quadrant through their territory. So they want them to join the Federation. As they want everyone to join the Federation. 
Yes. Not, not weaklings. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I don't think they're interested in the in the Klingons joining. <laughs> have you ever tried joining a Klingon? I have not. <laughs> Warnog. For the occasion. Warnog and the hearts of your enemies. So tell me, Kevin of House Millard. Mm -hmm. Since the Lady Grilka was able to lead her house. Now, females can lead their houses. How well do you sleep at night? <laughs> I sleep just just fine with uh, if 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 they are as honorable as Grilka. I sleep just fine. You have the heart of a Klingon within you. <laughs> they grow strong in the Kentalolans. So they're looking that the Tellarites tried to negotiate with the Rongovians in the Tellarite style. It it didn't go well. <laughs> no, 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 nothing with the Tellarites ever seems to go well. Whose idea was it to send the Tellarites to the negotiation? <laughs> anyway, you they seem off. like the Klingon. worst, the worst <laughs> negotiators. They're pretty much the worst negotiators. <laughs> um, and there's a solar ship, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice uh, throwback to Deep Space Nine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A fine-looking ship too. Um, uh, the Rongovian delegation arrives unexpectedly. And uh, they want to speak to Pike and only Pike. Uh, Captain Bass Vasso and his second Brax. I don't think they ever explain why they only want to talk to Pike, though, right? Like, we don't really know. I guess he's well known. Uh, there may be something about that at the end, actually. But... Oh, is there? Um... They find they mention that they find empathy very important. Not a particularly Klingon perspective, but a, <laughs> it, it it fits in this episode. Um, and then it cuts to Chapel Ortegas and Mbenga, and they are getting ready to go on shore leave. And Chapel is talking about her many ex escapades, you might say. Yes. I wonder if they'll ever, after watching this, I wonder if they'll ever bring in, um, oh, what was his name? Uh, Dr. Robert Corby. Oh, Corby. She, she does get engaged at some point from here, between here and, and Kirk's Enterprise. Well, I think we probably will. We didn't think we would see T'Pring again. Yeah. Here she was. Um, and uh, then they go on shore leave. Well, they're about to beam down, actually. And there's some banter with Una, number one. And uh, <laughs> they're all like, where are you guys going on shore leave? And Ortega's is like, oh, they don't do shore leave. They do shore stay. <laughs> shore stay. 
And Mbenga lets it slip that there's a certain nickname for Yes. Where amongst the yeoman. Where fun goes to die. Where fun goes to die. I did enjoy them making fun of Mbenga's hat though. <laughs> when he stands up and Ortegas is like she's 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 like, oh good, I was hoping you'd wear a stupid hat. <laughs> Ortega's is pretty funny. Yeah. And then, then it hits the... That's like 16 minutes in. Oh, no, wait. First, it goes back to Spock and to print, And Spock is indeed late for dinner. This was a burn burner of an argument for a Vulcan. <laughs> yeah. They channeled their inner Klingons for a moment. It was... Yes. It was... Uh, and then the opening, 16 minutes in. And, and then we cut back to Chapel and uh, her red shirt uh, at the bar. He wants to talk about their relationship. <laughs> I love that she just leaves. <laughs> She's like, oh, I have to go talk to my buddy Spock and help him with his yeah. relationship. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll call <laughs> you later. <laughs> 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 yep, she does not do commitment. This, no, this nurse, nurse chapel of the ship, ship enterprise. I like that uh, they're they're really uh, forming a relationship here with Spock and and Chapel to kind of filling that out from the original series. Hmm. Definitely. Uh, yeah, it, it makes those scenes. In the original series, make a little more sense too. Right, they didn't really flesh those out at all, really. Um, where are we at now? Oh yeah, now we're back to Una and Sung, and uh, they're talking about being no fun and how those two are no fun, and they <laughs> like to stay on the ship, and they're all like, "That's fine, we're cool. It's fine <laughs> to be not into this kind of stuff." Yeah, they're they're like we're we're cool. I I've got yeah. work to do, and I could do it with nobody around. That's fun, right? Yeah, it's just <laughs> you and the thrombing of the ship. <laughs> they're, they're both like, like they're thrumming. both grinning ear to ear, like they're really into it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. Uh, and the security breach, and they have to go running off to see what's happening with the security breach. And they find two ensigns in a in an airlock. You can see. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, don't kill us. We're crew. We're crew. They, yeah, they don't. Yeah, we're crew. And they don't kill them. They were lucky. Lucky they weren't on, on a ship. ship. <laughs> they, they would have been uh, crossing uh, into the into uh, Stovokor, if they're lucky. But now back to Spock and Chapel having a chat about Spock's relationship and how Chapel doesn't like them. And then Spock starts to talk about how he was late for dinner and Chapel slaps him in the face. A custom he's not familiar with. Not familiar with. And he talks about his dream 
And they're all like, what are friends for? <laughs> and then back to Spocking to bring. And Spock suggests a Katra sharing, a Vulcan soul sharing ritual. Great idea. Yeah, what she she uh, she jumps on it right away. She doesn't even think about it when he asks, "Do you consent?" She's like, "Yep, <laughs> let's do this." Soul sharing, Katras, sure. What could go wrong? Like I said, Fecklard Friday. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it uh, switches their minds into each other's bodies and doesn't reverse. I found this a little quick. Like they didn't, it was just all of a sudden the ritual was over and they were like, we're stuck. Yeah, they just kind of blink. Spock. Yeah. Ta-bing! <laughs> yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> then back to April and Pike. And April says how the Rongovians don't want to talk to Pike anymore. Even though they seemed like super gung-ho on him for a little bit there. Yeah, they were confused. They they were like, I don't know what a good negotiation is if that what wasn't What did you it. say to them? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they want Spock. Yeah. They talked to him for a minute uh, during the negotiations earlier, and they seem to like the cut of his falcon jib. Yes. Um, back to Spock and Tepring, and they've been trying many reversal techniques that have not been working. No. They need a gong. Spock has one somewhere. Somewhere there's a gong. Um, Always remember where you put your gong <laughs> for situations like this. Um, Pike arrives and they tell him their situation. And he is quite amused. I love that he doesn't even take it seriously. He just laughs. It's like... <laughs> it, it brings like, now I see that you can probably tell by our the difference in our mannerisms. He's just like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, totally. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> so, uh, Tupring decides to negotiate with the Rongovians as Spock, in the guise of Spock, in the body of Spock, the amok of Spock. And uh, then it switches back to the negotiation of the ensigns in the security breach. And Una and La'an are doing a, a, a good targ, bad targ kind of uh, technique. Very common back on Kronos. <clears throat> and it works. It, uh, it does. The, the ensigns spill the beans. Uh, and they were they were playing Enterprise Bingo. They were, and, that, yeah. <laughs> and the senior officers have no idea what that is. Those two senior officers have no idea what that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it sounds fun. 
Um, they get their shore leave revoked, those ensigns, but not killed. But, no, but they do have to work with Chief Kyle, who apparently is very mean. <laughs> <laughs> I like Chief Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> you might be the only one, though, apparently. <laughs> Chief Kyle and I could take over that entire ship. I, I assure you. Um, now, to bring Spock gets a call, and to bring is needed to talk to one of these um, problematic Vulcans. And Spock agrees. Do that in the guise of Tapring, since they're trying to figure out more about each other and their uh, perspectives. That was their whole point of their ridiculous Katra sharing in the first place. Yes. Um, they could have just done this. Maybe I could go to work with you one day. <laughs> And and then vice versa. Yeah, we didn't need to switch bodies. <laughs> Logic. <laughs> um, back to Una and uh, Laan investigating Bingo. What is this Bingo? They say. And Laan finds the list of the things you have to do to complete the Bingo. And they decide to play. Play a game of Enterprise Bingo. And the first uh, challenge is you have to stand in the transporter with chewing gum. And then beam away. And then beam... Well, no. First chew out your gum. You gotta chew the flavor out. Right. And then beam away. And then beam back. And the flavors back. Yeah, I imagine that's, the transporters would be a lot busier if that was the case. <laughs> that that's the bingo. So, is the transporter putting putting the flavor back, or does transporter know the molecular combination of flavored gum, and just defaults back to that, screening out the saliva and whatever else is in there now? to take the flavor away. It's an interesting question, because I think I would think that the transporter would leave it exactly as is. I mean, you wouldn't want it to change your body when you when you come back to what it thinks it should be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that doesn't seem right. No. <laughs> <laughs> Where did this mole come from? <laughs> I guess the transporter <laughs> thought I should have one. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't seem right either. Uh, and then their next uh, bingo is the lift race. Where you each grab the little toggle in the turbo oh, yeah. And like yell, engineering! Or one of the other places, the bridge! And see who can do it fast enough for the turbo lift to listen to them. I believe number one won that competition. Yes, she did. They went to engineer. Who won the gum competition? I guess that's not really a competition. They just had to do it together. I'd say the transporter won that competition. <laughs> who is this Davin? Who is Davin? <laughs> 
is Kevin. That sounds like you misspelled Kevin. <laughs> Kevin and Galrod. <laughs> Son of Galrod. Hello, Jamil. Hello, Jamil. We will indeed have an honorable show. <laughs> Says so in the title. Says so in the edition title. Now, their next bingo is a quick draw. Or sort of. They point at each other already. So it's like a quick draw without drawing. It's just a quick. And then... I, I didn't really understand what they were doing, actually. All I know is number one ends up getting shot in the shoulder by Vaughn. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I feel like they would all know if the ensigns were running around shooting each other in the hallways. Yeah, isn't there alarms? <laughs> I think there's alarms. Even Klingon ships have alarms for that. Yeah. Okay, they don't. I, that, was a, that was a lie. They, <laughs> they don't have an alarm for that. It would be dishonorable to use a disruptor on a Klingon it's more ship. Like, it's more like a hype sound to increase the moment. <laughs> it's like, whoop, whoop, whoop. But it's like, to... <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Back to Ortega's and Chapel on shore leave. Um, chilling, you know, doing whatever. And uh, Spock shows up. And uh, I like he when he to, he wants to talk he, to Chapel. Yeah. I like when he's walking up and Ortegas is like, "Isn't that Spock's girlfriend?" She looks angry, <laughs> but I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell either. Uh, so Spock talks to Chapel about his situation, and Chapel votes for the hijinks option, as Chapel is wont to do. She is a big fan of hijinks. Big, big fan. But not commitment, just hijinks. She's committed to hijinks, but I don't think she has come to that realization yet in her mind. Perhaps not. So back to Una and Sung, and they decide to try to have one up on these ensigns or yeomen and rewrite the bingo. That's, I think, what they were doing there. And, uh... They think they're gonna. They have a good chuckle about that. They're buddies. They're like the buddies on this show. They're the. They're becoming the uh, Miles and Julian. Yeah. Or the the Trip and Malcolm, if you will. If you will. Uh, yeah. if, if 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 you will. <laughs> let's go with Miles and and uh, Bashir. <laughs> okay, let's go with Miles and Bashir. <laughs> if you won't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Rongovian negotiations. Um, they have to do that, and they're there, and T'Pring is trying to do it. And they seem to be acting more Vulcan. Yeah. Whereas they were acting more human and all handshakey and kind of thing when they were talking to Pike. But now they're just all, well, my logic out logics, your logic. And T'Pring's all like, Psh, which, you know, Spock wouldn't do. But, yeah, they do kind of out logic to T'Pring. <laughs> they do. <laughs> uh, and then Pike stands up, and he kind of does a speech about Spock. 
in 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 front of Tepring, obviously, and to try and impress the Rongovians, because he has a hunch. He's starting to play a hunch at this point, even. Yeah. In the episode. Um, and he says how Spock is the best of Starfleet and that type of thing, because they were insulting him. They were, it wasn't going well. Right. And so they seem impressed. They're like, we like the way you stand up for your crewman, Captain even though you shouldn't be talking to us because we only want to talk to Spock. And he's all like, no, no, I'm talking on as Spock, on behalf of Spock. They're like, okay, we will allow this. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. That was a weird <laughs> distinction. We don't like you, but if you're going to talk about Spock, it's okay. <laughs> Interesting people, these Ron Govians. Yes. Interesting design to them as well. They're uh, very stripy. Yeah. Yeah, it's good makeup. Yeah. And uh, so cut down to shore leave. And Mbenga is fishing. And they're still using Rapalas in the future, which is nice to see. Good lures. Even on Konos, they can catch up. Perhaps we could get a sponsorship for from Rapala. Well, those that's a Klingon company, honorage. right? Yeah, yeah, honorable company for an honorable edition. <laughs> I think. Um, so Spock uh, is doing T'Pring's job now, and she is he is down there in the body of T'Pring talking to a forget the name of this fella. Nah, me neither. Me too. It's not important, probably. Nah. But he's he's being difficult, and uh, Chapel's there too. Um, and he starts to insult her, insult to Pring, in front of Spock because it's Spock into Pring's body, and uh, in the in the Klingon style, Spock decks him. Yes, because he's he's insulted Spock. He's ins- insulted Chapel. So and to Pring. that's it. Yeah. Yeah, he's sticking up for his wife with a good old Deccan. I'm not sure that he was sticking up for his wife. I think he was sticking up for Chapel. Ooh. Controversy. <laughs> like it. We have controversy on the podcast now. We just got 20 more uh, views. Um, so, uh, where are we at now? So, the, the yeah, Mbenga is fixing them after all that knocking out thing, and uh, he's putting goo on their foreheads. It, he, which he says is going to be regulation soon. Just you wait. Some kind of algae or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he, he likes to experiment a bit, Mbenga. <laughs> and uh, he thinks emotion played a part in why their ritual went wrong. Uh, and then Spock and Chapel have a chat after the successful uh, transfer of their brains, which does the uh, classic Freaky Friday. Ah, the scream. <laughs> yeah, or Fecklard Friday on Konos. Um, and then Spock into Pring talk, and they're all like, "That was crazy." I understand your perspective. And I understand yours. Yes. 
A classic Star Trek ending. <laughs> but this is not the end. No. The Rongovians are talking with April, Pike, and Uhura. Pike says they should not, in fact, join Starfleet. Starfleet is, is stupid, and what are they going to get from it anyway? Other than, like, obligations and stupid technologies they don't need anyway. Yeah. I love when he, he literally looks at them and says, we don't care about you. We yeah, just we don't... want your territory. <laughs> Getting right to the point, this just Pike. Yes. I like his directness. April does not like his directness. No. <laughs> but uh, he, he he says he's playing a hunch once they leave uh, the Rongovians. And he says to April that he thinks that the Rongovians operate as a as a philosophy, really. Um, radical empathy. Like, to the point of mimicry, really. Right. Where, where you're just almost trying to be exactly in the space, in, in the head space of who you're talking to. Uh, and so then they leave and he they look out the window and they're flying the flag of the Federation from the Rongovian ship. Yes, these Rongovians have a flair for the dramatic, for sure. They, they didn't well, say they, anything to them; just fly a flag and run away and fly away. Well, they did ride up to the conference in an antique solar ship <laughs> <laughs> made of pure gold, press latinum. <laughs> <laughs> So then Una and Laan are out on the ship on the, the outside of the hull. And they have located the oldest unreplaced piece of the Enterprise. And they decide that they're going to sign it as their own bingo. And they see that they do and they see the solar ship fly away. And there's some good uh, Earth soul music playing while that's happening and uh then it cuts to chapel and ortegas and they're having a little chat about relationships and you get the feeling that ortegas might like chapel maybe that's what i got from that anyway uh and then that's the end of the episode good episode i thought yeah me too i enjoyed it these are yeah. I love these episodes. These silly kind of each each pair of people have a different story. Hmm. I think they're they're fun. What would you rate it out of ten? I don't have that chart handy. That's but Dave can fill that in later. Maybe go nine and a half on this one. Oh wow, very high. Yes, very high on this episode. Is that the highest rating you've given an episode? Might be. Ow. Well, I'm going to give it a nine. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm going to say nine. It was very good. Yeah, the whole thing, I'm going to dock at one point because the whole thing with the uh, Ron Govians. Their whole solution in the end was a little weird and vague, I thought. 
like I don't want so like did the reverse psychology work like how is that tapping into the radical empathy well it's, no that's more like radical honesty that he that yeah he, uh, yeah but how does that convince them to join the federation well he was maybe mimicking their fears oh yes yes empathizing with them and that yeah yeah you're right because that's what he says he's like they just wanted someone to see their side of things yeah. Be just, oh yeah yeah i get it all now well that went over my head for a minute <laughs> My my forehead. It's quite tall. Mm. Well, anything else to say about this episode? It was not good. really. It was good. And it's like these these funny episodes don't leave you a lot to talk about sometimes. Unless you no, just not really. Like saying the jokes, right? Yeah. Not much meat in this episode. Not much. Uh, no. I mean, we do get to see more of T'Pring and Spock's relationship, I guess. And I guess that's going to be a theme going forward by the looks of things. Which yeah. is good, because we know how that ends. The death of Captain Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think Ortega's likes Chapel. And April doesn't like the way Pike does things sometimes. No. <laughs> I think that's what we got from this episode. But it's good to see April again. Like He seems to be their main guy. He's their Bill Ross. Right. Yeah. Or their Admiral Forrest. Admiral Forrest? <laughs> <laughs> Nechev? <laughs> He's yeah. all rolled into one, really. All right. Well, geez. Yeah, I really have nothing else to say about this episode. It was good. We gave it a crazy high rating. Yeah. But it's freaky. It's Fecklard Friday. <laughs> That's it. That's all I kept thinking. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Um, it's nice to see a, a really humorous episode. To know that they'll go there. Yeah, that's... that's this show is everything I, I want. Like, maybe not every episode is going to be great, but it's so far it's so far it is, but they're, they're going to go to many different places like, and have many different types of episodes. It's, it's not just going to be epic or funny or like, it's, it's going to be everything kind of mixed into one show. Like Star Trek always was. Mm-hmm. And I think my favorite duo now is definitely Una and Laon. <laughs> I, I, I like their, their their buddy thing that they got going on. Well, it gives uh, Laon more of a rounded personality, right? Because she's with somebody she enjoys being with. Mm. Agreed. Uh, okay, well, you know... Check out Live Long and Podcasts, other shows. Uh, they got lots of them. Uh, and on Super Mater Brothers as well. 
They review on the Live Long Podcast. They review what do they review right now? Enterprise. Yes, you're on Enterprise. That. Yeah, Enterprise on Monday. Yep. Um, the show on Thursdays. <laughs> uh i think that's it right now we do deep space nine but it's on hiatus for another couple of weeks probably yep it'll come back and uh the cardassians will be on the station and then star trek radio theater we'll do again when all of us have time <laughs> it's a little harder now that we're all out and doing things again to to actually get that together go back and listen to past radio theaters yes they Enjoy are yours. excellent Yes, they are very excellent. Um, and Super Mated Brothers listen to their Big Brother and uh, Survivor reviews. Marvel, Marvel all reviews. that stuff. Mm-hmm. And on Locutors of Trek, you can check out me, Galrod, son of Galron, where I host the Geek Doll Challenge. The last winner was Dave Mader of this very show. With a little bit of Klingon. Played for House Savoy, I believe. I don't know them. Uh, comment. Ah, I want to watch live, but haven't seen the episode yet. I'll catch the VOD. <laughs> Excellent, Chris Murphy of House Murphy. Watch the VOD. And also, watch X-Rated, the X-Men animated review show, where the hosts, Devin and Andre, that Devin actually, oh, that's who that guy was talking about (laughs) earlier. Wow. He knew. He must be an X-Men fan. Um, Watch X-Rated, the X-Men animated review show. They review all the episodes of the X-Men. And have many guests and banters <clears throat> and good times and bad times. Uh, what say you, Kevin of House Millard? You I'd shall say... sleep well tonight. Yes, I will. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to hear the sound of a clicking on disruptor? Sure. That's how I go to sleep at night. That on you don't you, you don't hear those very often. No. Usually well, the the batleth and the screams of your enemies. We could even transport out of here with a Klingon transporter. We're still here. <laughs> There seems to be a malfunction. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining me, Kevin. You're welcome. I know it probably wasn't easy. (laughs) No, it was fine. (laughs) Well, join us next week where we will review whatever that episode is called. The next episode. The next episode of Strange New Worlds. This has been Live Long and Podcast. Honor Edition. Koi Kalespoo.
boat. Koi buk be Yakpa makpa jeju mi Say mak tu mayo Kapla. Oh, thank you.